<laughs> Yo, man, this is weird, dude. Bastards from Korea. <laughs> I don't really like listen to my voice, so I like listening to your voice. It, it makes me... What's up, Bum and Ivy Podcast Season One? Episode 37. 37. 37. Where you at? Where you at? No woo here, baby. <laughs> Yo, see so if I press this if I press this video button, do we yeah. do we get on video chat? Yeah. You wanna video no. me? <laughs> no, not really, but yeah. <laughs> you can see no. my ugly mug. <laughs> yeah. What's up, everybody? up everybody it's been a week we missed y'all yo you know we got oh. listeners in ukraine yo what's up with that ukraine what's up my homies in ukraine <laughs> you press the button by accident man <laughs> yeah, like, oops <laughs> i thought you were a zombie comedy <laughs> yeah i they think it's the cover they, art yeah they, they, they could think some kind of zombie podcast yeah and they go, which, oh, no, which probably would do probably do pretty good yeah probably better than this yeah. <laughs> i think anything's better than this man <laughs> hey last night yeah friday night you know you're when the week, work week is done you're tired you don't want to cook and if you have kids too definitely yeah, don't want to yeah. cook friday mm. so my wife's like what should we get to eat and have with the kids and I was naming off a bunch of things, and we haven't had K Town Fo in a while, so went to Fo Shop. Oh, nice. Got takeout. And then I didn't order any Pho, like the noodles, but mm. I ordered everything else, right? And then I was like, you know, when you go and you order like Korean food, Jajangmyeon? Yeah, yeah. But you still want like a sip of like Jampong Kungmur? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 for sure. Right? Yeah. Right? Or when you have Jampong and you kind of want one like, you know, spoonful of Jajangmyeon, it's like that. You it's why the, the, the Panban was invented, man. Yeah, yeah, Panban was invented, right? So I, as I was picking it up and I get out of the car, my wife's thinking the car, I said, dude, you think if I ask for a fall broth, they'll give it to me? <laughs> Oh yeah, and she's like, no. <laughs> she's like, don't ask for it. And then I was, you know, I was like, you know what? What's the worst they can say? It's no, right? So, so you didn't get pho. You got like everything else. Yeah, I got like, bami. I got like you know uh, grilled pork. I got vermicelli, the vermicelli bowl. And I was okay, like, well, okay. if I get all of that, I need something, a soup yeah. thing, right? <laughs> so I walk in. in you. Yeah. yeah, I walk in, and I see that dude, and I said. My guy, can you hook me up with some fall broth on the side? <laughs> I mean, just be like, I'll pay for it. It's like a buck or two, isn't it? And he's like, he pauses, right? Yeah. And he looks at me and then he goes, yeah, you actually you can order it on the side, but you have to pay for uh, it. I was like, damn, yeah. dude, you can't just hook me up, bro. <laughs> Yo, man. I mean, this thing, this thing, you know, Korea, like they'll hook you up probably, but yeah. 
but he's I I pay for it, but you know what? Worth it. Um, <laughs> I mean, dude, they got like a whole batch in the back, dude. You know? Yeah, but you know, because I paid for it, probably tasted better because I know that they actually close one day a week so that that guy can make the broth. So that's it was legit. When I brought it home, I tasted it. It was good. It was good. Nice. Yeah. How much was it? For it for freak, the fall, the, I mean for the broth. When I tell you, uh, it was a big, it was a big uh, container broth, mm. a full container mm. of broth, five bucks. Oh man, you could get just the, just the fall, dude. Oh, fall is expensive now. It's fifteen bucks. Ah, yeah, fifteen bucks for fall, dude. Dude, COVID ruined like pricing and food these days. Did you know that? Uh, well, you. Yeah, they got the packaging and all that. So. Packaging, and they have like COVID protocol, like premiums and blah blah blah, and then like the food delivery apps, they charge all this stuff too. So like, they might advertise it as like ten bucks. By the time you get it, it's like thirty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can see that. It's just, it's just what I remember, like, because you know, from like twenty years ago, uh-huh. is a uh, fall was like regular size was like. I think it was like three ninety nine or something. It was like three something. It yeah. wasn't even four, man. Like, and if you get a large bowl, it's like five or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so cheap. And an extra large, which is basically like two fuzz and one, it's probably like seven oh, bucks. <laughs> yeah, that extra large. That, I remember like they gave you so much, dude. And then, but I'm so used to Korea, like everything's so small. They get like two yeah, pieces yeah. of meat. Yeah, yeah. yeah two slices and you're like um excuse me miss or sir can i yeah. um i think you forgot the rest they're like no that's all you get bro yeah if you get like <laughs> even if you get paid for extra like they give you like yeah. three more pieces of meat and you're like i add the extra large sir he's yeah. like what do you want can you give me more meat sir he's like no no <laughs> you got me you got me thinking about pho man i might be going with some pho tomorrow Oh, it's good, man. Like I like that. Like you know, we're always talking about whenever we have been anything, right? You just walk around with the bowl of pho, bro. Uh, <laughs> I I don't have like a go-to place here, though. You know, sucks. Yeah. My go-to is Cape Town pho. It's on Western and near Olympic here in Cape Town. People soon as they mm-hmm. if you're looking for it. But um, yeah, I like the place. Solid, solid. Um, what are we talking? I had an idea. I was gonna talk about something. It's food related. It'll probably come back to me. Yeah. So uh, the other night, my uh, in my wife's like asking my younger son. She said, "What do you want to eat for dinner?" He goes, "You know that fish, Gooby." And my wife's like, "Gooby? What's Gooby?" And uh, I was like, "Talking." He's like, "Oh, Gooby, <laughs> Gooby." Yeah. My kids like Gooby, right? Dang, they like Gooby. Yeah. They like the expensive stuff, right? Yeah. So after work, my wife goes to the market, picks up Kruby, brings it home, and she opens the box and she goes, There are, this is expensive. I go, I was like, How much? It's like 20 bucks. And, and there was like four. Mm-hmm. I look in the thing and I go, Oh, you know what, though? It's 20 bucks, but that's enough for two meals, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And my wife goes, that's exactly what I was thinking. And I go, we look at each other and we go, 
Uh, we've been together for a long time. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our man. minds are thinking the same now. You know, when we t- when we look at things and we make purchasing ideas. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. When you're I mean, with someone for, for such guys. a long time, you're just like the way you think about things or see things is very similar, right? Yeah. And I look at her and I'm and I pause, right? And she's like, "What?" I said, "Why are you looking at me like that?" And I said, <sighs> "That's 20 years of grooming right there. You've been grooming me <sighs> to think this way." <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, 20 years, dude. So my wife, she's been grooming me like. In terms of how I perceive things, how I understand things, how I make my purchasing mm. decisions, it's just straight up grooming, <laughs> right? I was like, now I'm the person you wanted me to be 20 years ago. <laughs> Yo, but I didn't know you were like you became so Korean when it comes to food, man. You know, you oh, gotta really? get like you gotta eat like you gotta have like like broth when you eat like when you eat food and stuff. That's such a a Korean Ajisi thing, man. I know. Not for, you know, here's the irony. It's not for Korean food, though. If I'm eating like Uh, Fugoki or like any kind of panchan, Korean food straight up, it's not like I'll be like, oh, where's like, you know, the Ugojiku? Where's the, where's the, yeah. I I, I don't look for soup for Korean food, but when I'm eating like Vietnamese dry foods, I definitely want Uh, a couple of broth. I am looking for like jampong kumur when I'm eating jajangmyeon. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a that's a given. But like you're right, like if if I went to like Subway or something, uh huh, like I want to order soup, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because like yeah, I was making salad the other night for my uh, family for dinner. Yeah, yeah. And you know what I make for my older son? You know what he really likes? The cheap uh, cream soup. You know that oh, yeah, 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 yeah. at school. <laughs> Yeah, the otugi stuff. Yeah, the otugi one. All you do is add the powder and put in hot water, mix it, and it's like instant soup. Yeah, yeah. kids love that stuff, though, man. It's delicious, actually. It's pretty good. It's yeah, like it's I, got that taste. Yeah. yeah, it's it's thick too, so it's filling, you know. Yeah. Because I made salad, right? And and you know, after we eat salad, the kids start looking for something else to eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, kids kids gotta eat, dude. Yeah, so if I give them a soup on the side, they're like, oh, this feeling. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm not home much these days, but I see like how much like my kid eats, dude. Uh-huh. They eat all day, pretty much. Yeah, because they're growing. Yeah. Right? And they like when kids are learning all day, their brain's all drained out. So they're like, the brain's mm-hmm. telling them to search for like nourishment or protein. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure. Mm. So, last episode we talked about squeaking, right? Mm. Oh, yeah. I finished it last night. Oh my oh, gosh! Nice. I was like, I totally called the grandpa, dude. So I called. Uh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was I like, in episode three. Too. Episode three. I was like, he's like giving it away. He's like, I used to play here. Like all the time. Okay, got it. And then yeah. it was more of how is it going to end, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was pretty good. I think uh, it's catching on globally now because it kind of has like, like we talked about before, that parasite sort of cultural 
impact on society and people try to get it they just see it and they, they get it right that whole desperation to get out of your your financial rut right there are more yeah. people suffering financially than there are people enjoying their money i'll put it that way right that's for sure yeah yeah so and i think it hit high tone in korea for sure like all those people who are not doing well or you know like people right now who are about to graduate university in korea like it's the mm. scariest like time of their lives i can i can sense it that 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 frustration and like the fear can you sense it yeah I mean, it's the same when we graduated, you know. And every time, every year, they just say it's just like the worst time to graduate, you know. Yeah. Well, when we graduated, was the financial crisis too? Global yeah. financial crisis. Yeah, yeah. two thousand. Right? Yeah, it Eight. was really bad at the time. Yeah, and, it was really bad. And then, um, yeah, but I think right now it's pretty bad too. It's super think, bad because uh, COVID. Because um, companies yeah. have changed their hiring strategies, right? Normally they'll do like normal like people don't know, but in Korea what they usually have is like new hire hiring season where they hire like thousands and thousands of college graduates. Yeah. And now they're changing the tune, right? It's not. It's like uh, instead of a season, it's like uh, they do it throughout the year, but they do it in smaller batches. And what like, I, what I understand is like it's not like uh-huh. a company can keep hiring. People every year, though you know, like right. If it's a bad year for a company or a bad few years, they gotta you know trim down, right? Yeah, exactly. But then you know the government gives them pressure. They're like, we give you the government says to the companies, we give you all these opportunities to grow, so you gotta give back by hiring our people, right? Taxpayers. Right? Yeah. So, um, I think. That's uh, that happens here in the states too. Like, you know, they're trying to ramp up well, and spur job growth. I mean, like, there are jobs. It's just they don't want to do them. You know, like my company is always hiring, right? But it's, it's uh-huh. kind of like it's kind of like you know, like labor-intensive positions. So, like a whole bunch of them, like they always quit. You know, so. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I see. I've been seeing documentaries and things like that, and I, and people go, "Okay, I need to go to a Sky University, Seoul National University, Korea University, or Yonsei, right? Top three, right? Yeah. I need to go to a top chaebol company, right? A top, um, you know, like the Hyundai, the SK, the Samsung, right? Yeah. And then I need to get married. Th- those are like the the golden steps to you know making it in korean society right and get married and have a nice apartment in southern seoul gangnam right <laughs> right yeah. that's the like if you got that you're set in life right but then people our age who've done it and came out what do they say that's not what it it looked like it's not what i thought it would be right so oh, yeah. they quit right yeah. right and then, like, they bastardize, like, um, you know, Chibangde universities that are in, like, the countryside. Yeah, countryside. Or non-Seoul universities, right? Non-Seoul top universities. 
And then they also bastardize like small, medium-sized company jobs, right? And then there are people who actually come from like big Korean companies, and they move to the small, medium-sized companies. Yeah, and they yeah. find out it's like way better, right? Yeah. Well, it's different for sure. It's different. It's different. I wouldn't say way better. I would say different. For instance, like the hours yeah. might be better, way better. Like you're not working. 60 80 hours a week you're working like 40 to 50 range you know yeah yeah that's for sure man yeah yeah i mean you might get paid a lot working at like a big company but dude like the you amount work of work they do yeah the amount of work you do is ridiculous man and the expectations ridiculous right yeah. sky high expectations right mm. they're like i want to A marketing report on this new product by tomorrow. <laughs> Excuse me. Right. But a small, medium-sized company, the expectations are realistic. They're like, just go collect the the invoice fee by next week. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like realistic expectations versus lofty expectations. I just, I don't know, Korean society. There's so many unique things about it, and you know, you could write a book on it <laughs> on how different it is. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely not easy, man. I mean, that you know, everybody wants to do. I mean, nowadays, like I think they teach the the really rich. Everybody wants to do. I mean, nowadays, like I think they teach the the really rich people. They try uh-huh. to get their kids to be like, you know, like business owners or like doctors, and you know, that's like some doctors or lawyers, like like jobs you can't do, yeah. like specialized jobs, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, like mm-hmm. what I feel like uh, there's. This kind of very shaky ground for the younger generations to try to figure out how they're gonna map out their careers because you can't just rely on the old model of you know the Sky University to the big Chebor company and the house in Gangnam. That that's not a one size fits all model to everyone in in Korea, right? You know there are other businesses, there are other ways to get, and then they go, okay, well if that doesn't work out, I should at least. Study two years and apply for a government job. You know those two, right? Yeah, that's crazy. Like people just hunkering down and just like doing that. They live in a cushy one. You know those little, the yeah. little tiny, uh, like um, dormitories, adult dormitories. Study for two years. Dude, I can't do that, man. I don't know, dude. You know, I couldn't It's, do it. I couldn't do it. Yeah. And then what? And then you sit in some office all day, and then, and then you just yeah. hear some. You get you get to be yelled at or like yell at somebody. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. when you're like 60, they're like, "All right, thank you for your service. Get out of here." Yeah, here's and your like, gold watch. Go, <laughs> bye. Like <laughs> rotting away, man. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I mean, I don't. I don't think like for the people who actually do enjoy public service and and and. Make a career out of it, and they really have a passion for it. That's fine. But uh, what we're talking about here is folks who have no passion for it and are doing it because they don't have any other idea, right? That's well, not that's like that's like a lot go. of people. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I see what you're saying. Yeah, 
I don't want people going blind to what other people are telling them to do. When you're a young person and you're about to go into your adult years, there must have been something that you really wanted to do, right? I'm not saying that, you know, on the flip side, the people who are trying to do what they want to do too much can be dangerous too. Like, I want to be a YouTube star, right? Is that really a realistic path to follow or go for, you know? But the saddest thing is like, you know what you want to do, but you're just, uh-huh. you'll, you won't make any money out of it. And it's uh-huh. really hard to like, really like do, do anything with it. Right. Yeah. Cause I'll put That's- on the flip side. Like I seen a YouTube video of this, this, this lady, like kind of, it starts off. Oh, I'm gonna, um, I, uh, I started this new like keto diet or whatever, <laughs> yeah. but then it just, <clears throat> went all downhill because it was, I was still eating meat and <laughs> and then she orders like fried chicken and then she's like just playing with her dog and I was like whoa she's just showing how depressing her life is yeah man yeah. and then she's showing it and sharing it I was like whoa sometimes you don't need to share those things I don't know yeah um I don't know though. I think if you go to a big organization, I think you can learn yeah. a lot, uh-huh. like in certain, like how things are run in a lot of ways. But, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, yeah. there are some skills you can take away for sure. Like you know, how to yeah. run, make a report, or how to how to uh, analyze things. They'll teach you yeah. that. And how structure, structure is always important too, right? Structure is always important. Yeah, yeah, and just decision making. And also like some techniques that they have that they do better than other people. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, They're definitely the learning more is, small company. Yeah. Because yeah. small companies is all about we just sell what we our product and we just work hard to get the money to get paid for our product. That's it. Yeah. Hmm. But we'll see. I mean, you know, one giant blue ocean that's kind of coming in as a huge wave is the Korean uh, contents Hallyu wave mm. now that Squid Game is hitting like the Netflix global top 10 and the number one spot um, Netflix is investing huge amounts of money into Korean content I think the number was somewhere in the tune of 5 billion dollars wow so that's like job creation that's more of a new you know like korea entering into the foray of like the global market right mm-hmm. korean content is marketable to to not just korean people anymore isn't that that's pretty amazing for me to see oh yeah for sure Right. Some it used to be good, man. Yeah. It used to be. We used to talk about this. It used to be Korean content was just for the folks for who lived in Korea, right? Yeah. And the folks who lived abroad, Koreans who lived abroad, who wanted to catch up on what's going on in Korea. Yeah, I mean, like, you gotta like, you gotta like people like BTS thing for that, man. You know. BTS. Definitely, yes. Sai. I, heard, I heard the BTS like. The guy that the entertainment company guy he's like uh-huh. he's like six he's six times he's more value his value is six times higher than like yg jyp and sm entertainment combined 
probably and that all attributes to the global appeal and the the, the how bts is just killing it in terms of reach and also loyalty on their fan base right yeah man i i mean that guy he obviously he, he did it right you know so because of bts i think, I think they he hit that. the perfect opportunity right to hit yeah. you know there was a need for like the audience or people listening to music there was a need for that kind of boy band that connects mm-hmm. with folks through social media that's 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 amazing right there yeah uh, bts yo bts baby and they're always like in the news in the states too oh, are they <laughs> yeah. dude, they're making music with like coldplay and shit dude so there you go see there uh, you go so if coldplay knows who bts is you know what's up yeah you don't see big bang making music with like anybody else no definitely not I'm not sure if Big Bang's <laughs> even around, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, like, uh, I'm going to switch the gears here. Uh, just on all of this that we talk about, I had another movie idea. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> it's It takes place in Korea, Seoul, okay? And it's called the title running title, best night ever. Ah, oh, I like okay. it. Yeah. Three loser friends, right? They get together for drinks, for chicken and beer, right? And they talk about how their lives suck, right? Right. Yeah. And there's three different types of lives, right? You know, one guy's in a marriage that's not doing too well. One guy's divorced. Another guy is single, um, dead end jobs, or not working at all. They're trying out different things and they got they run into someone else and they do such it they borrow money and then they invest in crypto <laughs> and then they can't pay it back and get chased by gangsters and it's one all night. in all in one night well now that i'm thinking about it, it might not happen <laughs> or it leads up to that uh they they're meeting again right and then this one night, this is their night running away from gangsters and having the best night of their lives. <laughs> yeah, just no, just do it like uh, like hangover. Where like yeah, basically, they, basically they all meet up and then they yeah. they drink. Yeah, and then like they just start drinking too much and then yeah. they eventually like do all these things, right? Yeah, and uh, you know what? I'll throw in a bottle of absinthe just to yeah, you know, something like that. And then <laughs> someone finds a bottle of absinthe at a bar. Yeah, <laughs> they steal it. And then the whole night ensues. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's night ever. And then they discover themselves by the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I did that many times, man. I don't know. Sometimes, how many times? Like, I, I didn't know how I got home. Oh, that one. Yeah. 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 So. Or the times you uh, wake up next to me. You know, oh, you're here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? There was one time I woke up Dude, in, so, on, on um, a bus stop, man. So, <laughs> <laughs> like some random area too, like nowhere near my house. <laughs> yeah, that was like what? Yeah, anyway, oh, when you black out sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know it's a good night when you wake up at a bus stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
and you still got your wallet and you yeah, still you got everything there you go yeah there you go yeah you're still all intact and you're not bleeding oh, oh, oh. luckily like in the states i think if you're that drunk at a bus stop yeah. i think people will like steal from you yeah they'll jack you they, for sure they'll jack you right but yeah. in Korea, these people will try to help you man yeah you know? yeah i just see where's your house yeah. <laughs> where's your house and then they'll jack you while they're taking you to your house <laughs> they'll jack you by like yeah they'll jack you some other way but yeah <laughs> um all right so crypto i got two stories for you check it out so there was a hamster called mr gox have you heard of this one no there's a hamster that chooses crypto purchases right Huh, yeah. And that the hamster's been making good money this year on his choices, right? <laughs> and it all goes back to there's a story where this this uh, investment book called The Random Walk Down Wall Street hmm. in 1970, 1973, where the writer says, you could put all the stocks names on a wall and take uh, darts and just throw darts and whatever you hit, pick those and you'll probably make money off of that better than <laughs> choosing um, than any of the Wall Street guys, fund managers, right? Yeah. And and then um, Wall Street Journal actually did it in, nine, in 2018. The <laughs> writers, they, they literally took a wall, threw darts to pick stocks and they made, <laughs> they beat Wall Street by 27%. Oh my gosh. In 2018, right? Yeah. The hamster is doing the same thing. He's randomly picking these cryptos and he's just killing it. <laughs> Mr. Gox. Ah, uh, jeez. Yeah. So completely random, not even objective, not even subjective, completely random. It's just killing it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Goes to show, no matter how much brains you have, Sometimes it's just random. It's even better. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, man. Well, yeah, especially crypto because it never sleeps, man. It moves all the time. There's never no sleeps. Weekends. Yeah, never. There's sleeps. no holidays. Yeah, no holidays. It's, yeah, it's just constantly moving. So, yeah, yeah. Mm -mm. yeah. It went up and a lot though. Story. Recently. Yeah, it went up like last two days. Crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so there's another story. Uh, mm. There's a DeFi uh, crypto called Compound. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a bug in the system, and the guy who's running it, he lost 89 million. <gasps> oh my gosh. In crypto. And he pleaded with the people who got it. Yeah. He's asking for it back. Oh my gosh. And he's like, as a reward, I'll give you 10%. What do you think they're gonna do? <laughs> not gonna, no one's gonna give it back, man. Well, the guy, the hacker that stole the six hundred million, remember that story? Yeah. He gave it he all offered, back. He yeah he he offered to give it all back, and everyone said yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So he was just trying to um, exploit the limitation and the the system's um, weakness. Yeah. But then now, this one is like this guy's desperate. <laughs> Yeah, that's a lot of money, dude. That's a lot of money, man. Yeah. And I'm just saying, like, you know, again, we're not professional financial advisors. We don't 
tell you we should we don't tell you what to do don't follow any of our advice but <laughs> man i'm just showing you man this is not you know a perfect system right there are still bugs in it and you know it's not supported or regulated correctly i mean there's some level of like reporting but nowhere near other things right so yeah like if you if you look at like top coins like six seven years ago mm. and then yeah top 10 coins six seven years ago like out of 10 there's only two left yeah you know? no, none yeah. of the eight like exists anymore so yeah you gotta really be careful what you uh, with how you how you play it, man. Yeah, seriously, seriously. All right, so that's our episode, baby. Bum yeah. and Ivy podcast, season one, episode thirty-seven. <laughs> no woo. No woo. I'm gonna walk around with like a, a thermos of ball broth every day, three sixty-five. Yo man, fall, fall broth is like you should we should we should you can make like instant fall broth powder or something, man. Just mix it with hot water. Probably. Yeah, yeah that's our I'll, new I'll idea. Buy, so bum and I be fall fall cubes. Yeah, bum and I be fall cubes coming for you. You can purchase <laughs> it with, with WooCoin. <laughs> <laughs> WooCoin. Yeah. We'll be back at you. Our new friends, wherever you're listening. Ukraine, baby. Got you, bro. Still I hope you're <laughs> The accident turns into a listening. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Subscribe on all the major platforms. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back at you next time. Peace. Peace.
pressure One thing I'm always lacking Is a sense of serendipity So tired of a lack of empathy Oh, oh yeah You pull me in to let me down I'm used to it Well that's basic Let's face it Sweet jump I know it don't miss But the truth is I'm done now Not throwing a fit I'm moving from it Yeah it's about time that we moved on Got my life my dreams to prove on Whoa. It's simpler when I think less So I don't do anything to hurt less Pick up the phone I know that I'm a big mess Yeah I know I'm trying to be better But I know that I won't Little things, little dreams Are all broken under the pressure One day I hope I can measure myself Cause I'm uncomfortable with this shit I can't figure out what I did Got no plans, got no copies Searching for some land, but it's open